welcome everyone to the mixer welcome back thank you guys for coming in and listening this is black your mc that's usually on here and today is a special podcast um today is the birthday of one of the founding fathers of the mayonaka mixer stinnator and as you guys always know each show is always in tribute to him because he passed away um some time ago so today's his birthday and i brought along one of his little brothers he goes by the name of prince and we're gonna basically uh do this podcast in memory of him um this podcast is just basically be simply talking about anime as we normally do but talking about the anime that stinnator like um how manga is progressing um from the times that he hasn't been able to obviously see updates and stuff like that and yeah just talk about our memories with him and what we've learned from him and stuff like that so as i say that i welcome prince to the podcast prince how you doing today hey what's good what's good what's good black um i appreciate you having me on as a guest yes sir uh like uh you mentioned today's a special day today is the birthday um he'd be 28 he would be turning 28 today Mm -hmm. um so shout out to him for for real for real uh he really it was him and then you and also tim that really got me uh back onto my anime journey because you know Back in the day, I would watch it, but when it was advertised on Four Kids or Toonami, right. I didn't right. know it was anime. I thought it was just cartoon, but it wasn't until 2017 where uh, y'all really got me into anime. And uh, Big Brother George, he started it off by telling me to just go watch One Piece. And I remember I, it was in February I started it, and in less than a year, I was caught up with One Piece. I think at that point, it was about. Yeah, it was about 900 episodes. <laughs> I caught mm-hmm. up in less than right. a year. <laughs> <laughs> if people don't realize that One Piece is a journey, like 900 yeah, episodes is not for the faint of heart, but it's not like it's just 900 episodes of blah. It's like 900 episodes of like world building, character building, great action, emotions. It's, it's something. And yeah, it's funny because that journey is still coming along. And so... Um, as you speak of One Piece, One Piece was one of the anime that then Nader loved. Um, we both agreed that it was probably the best anime, best manga ever. And, um, even though we had our favorite anime, we could see that One Piece is probably the GOAT. There's a difference between favorite and GOAT. Your favorite anime, you could just love for whatever reason. No one judges you because it's like, hey, it's my favorite. I enjoy it. It's my taste. It's what I like. But the GOAT? That has to be unequivocally the best anime ever. And um, I got to see um, Stinnator's passion about One Piece. And it's just coincidental that literally by the end of this year, we might get up to a thousand chapters into the One Piece world. Mm, and yeah. um, that that's a lot. I don't think people realize how dedicated you have to be to read a thousand chapters of something or 900 plus episodes of something without being a true fan. And we're blessed that, uh, that Oda is still kicking, still alive and healthy enough to keep pushing out these chapters every single week. So that literally by years in, we could get up to a thousand chapters, which I think is a milestone for him and a milestone for the anime and manga community. Like a thousand chapters don't come easy. And the fact that we've been blessed enough to see it, 
we are we're we're very lucky and we're big fans and can't wait to see what's in store past a thousand chapters so yeah it's definitely exciting um because what we're at what nine nine seven right now nine, yep nine nine seven nine nine seven and we still that- got about uh four weeks five weeks left in the year about five weeks left in the year yep and if for people that don't know um in japan they take off the beginning of um new year's to go to the shrines and you know pay their dues and respects to their um to the gods that they might pray to so during new year's and i believe maybe it even starts on christmas they call it i believe golden week and everything shut down like all animation studios all that stuff is shut down they get all their work done and they basically come back after new year's so oda basically has roughly four weeks to get his three chapters in and it looks like we'll get it right before golden weekends we'll get that a thousand chapter which would be again a milestone for one piece and we can already expect that thousand chapter got to be something pretty crazy man especially where the story is at right now um so if you're not reading a manga the Mute, just walk away for a couple minutes right? <laughs> spoiler alert trust me alert, everything yeah. everything that we'll talk about for the next three minutes will probably maybe three to five minutes will be spoiler alert if you're only anime which obviously my podcast is based on anime but in this case we do read the manga um yeah. interview to, to um Stentinator, and it's something that i actually just caught up on recently too which is I'm convenient time, because about <laughs> right on time <laughs> i was lagging on my um on my my magna reading and something finally pushed me and it's just convenient that it happened to coincide along stentinator's birthday so as normal um stentinator was pushing me to do stuff even even above so it's like all right i caught up and what a perfect time to catch up on because i'll be able to read chapter a thousand along with the rest of the world at the same time but let's break that down a little bit yeah let's let's break let's break down what's been going on um Again, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear anything beyond what the anime has shown, please uh, fast forward into the podcast about three, four minutes, and I will let you know when the spoiler alert is over. But go ahead and break down. what It's it's crazy, because there is a ton of action going on right now, and char- new characters showing up, and allies joining it. It's absolutely insane as these chapters are going on and literally you can sense that this, this huge battle is about to partake. Like from what I caught up on and what I was able to see, the samurai are going ham on Kaido. Like you want to talk Ooh. about 20 years of frustration. These guys are going absolutely bonkers on Kaido, but the last chapter shows that maybe Kaido is starting oh, yeah. to <laughs> Kaido's like, all right, y'all. Be like, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm emperor of the sea for a reason. I'm not going to be taken down by some samurais. And yeah, that last chapter showed the samurai literally all sprawled on the ground. Yeah, you remember what he said? He was like, y'all remind me of Odin, but y'all are not Odin. That, that's what he just said. Get off me. <laughs> He literally, 
he took he took a deep breath and started to wild out, and you're like, yeah. oh my goodness, he like it's like all right, I was I was playing at first, but now I'm ready. I won't smoke. I won't smoke. And yeah, he turned on the jets literally. So it's interesting too because in the last couple of chapters, we've realized that you know how Luffy has his gear two, gear three, and Snake Man. Correct. We realized that low key Kaido has a similar stuff. You know when it comes to combat, because right. he, in his normal stage he can fight, sure. But then he'll go into his dragon stage, which is what he did. And then when he decided to flex on him, he went into a hybrid stage. Exactly. Which is pretty and dope. And he has the club with him when he's in the hybrid stage. Listen, Kaido is... Clearly, he's one of the strongest um, the strongest emperors for a reason. And he literally... Yeah. It's, it's crazy how he's flexing literally, even at this point. Like, the Straw Hats literally raided his island. Which I believe I cannot wait until it's animated because oh, just looking at the scenery is going to yeah. be like sit mwah, like especially it's with this be new style of animation too. Oh yes. my goodness, yeah, yes. that's gonna look so fire. Yes, all we've seen in the anime is literally just the shadows of the island and the skull, but inside of the actual skull, it looks like something out of like out of like feudal Japan with mixed with like. I don't know, like a circus, and it looks absolutely crazy. You can imagine the colors and the vibrant that's going to be there. It's going to literally look like, like something out of old school Japan, and it's going to be awesome to see that part animated. But yeah, between Kaido, we got Big Mom charging up, literally just like breaking through floors to try to get up to the main battle. You got Luffy also running up to the main battle, which I'm going to just say it now. I think chapter a thousand. I believe Luffy along with possibly Law and Big Mom, will all show up. Ooh. Yeah, like, I, they literally right now, they're all charging up to get to that top floor where Kaido is fighting the samurai. And I believe Chapter 1000 is going to be literally the combination of Big Mom and Kaido versus Law, Kid, and Luffy. So three of the worst generation versus the mm. two emperors of the sea. And that battle... And Loki, isn't Marco on his way over there, too? Marco's there, too. And, like, Marco just yeah. showed up out of nowhere, like, hey, y'all, uh, I'm here. Like, you know, Whitebeard's dead, but uh, I, I still got some power in me. You know, you want me to fight? And you're like, wait a minute. Like, the allies that Luffy had picked up is crazy. You got Jinbei that finally showed back up, which is wild within itself. Jinbei's here. You now have... Is it um, Kaido's daughter? I think that's... Is it Kaido's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, y uh, Yamamoto. Yamamoto, Yamamoto. which yeah, shows yeah, yeah, up yeah. out of nowhere talking about, well, I'm Odin. And they're like, no, 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 you're not Odin. And she's like, well, I'm basically like him, but in reality, I'm Kaido's daughter. And you're like, wait, Kaido has a daughter? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to run with y'all. Is it okay, Luffy? And you're like, wait, 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 wait. She's like, I want to be like Odin. That's who I idolize. <laughs> and so let me serve you uh, Mono, uh, Mononosuke as like Odin would have. Like, Odin would definitely protect you. I'm going to beat that. I'm like, dang, hey, she <laughs> how asks, does your death feel? <laughs> and then she asks Luffy, like, uh, can I join with y'all? Can I shoot with y'all? And you're like, wait a minute, Luffy about to gain some other person? And you're like, okay. Like, and Luffy said yes. And, Luffy, and everybody was like, yeah, you. <laughs> Luffy, they, Luffy like, yeah, it's all good. Don't even worry about it. And they like, wait a minute, this is the enemy's daughter. It doesn't run like this, Luffy, but as we know, Luffy flies by Luffy flies his own flag. We all know that. Luffy does not care. <laughs> oh man. The chapter's been good. I, we could go on so much about what's going on chapter-wise, yeah. but it it just understand you guys. The Wano 
is shaping up to be one of the probably most memorable arcs of Magna. And when it's animated, it will be one of the most, it will, it has the potential, the very high potential to possibly be the single greatest anime arc ever. That is very, very high praise coming from an anime that literally by the time it catches up to that point will also be at a thousand episodes. That's if all anime, all anime, it possibly has the ability to be the greatest singular arc of anime ever. It's that good right now, you guys. And it's just, it's, it, it, it's a downer. Because we know that Stintonator would have loved to see all this. So it's just like, ah, oh, man, it, you know, it, we, we, that was a little bro. And we love him dearly. Love we him. miss him so much. So our passion that you hear about us talk about One Piece is in dir direct relation to how passionate he was about One Piece. And I think oh, we talked yeah. about this before. Oh, yeah. You could go back to our previous podcast and listen to him. Me and him, we talked about it so much about One Piece. And you could go see and he would he would be proud. He would he would be proud of what Oda's doing. And we're blessed that we're able to see this journey through for him. And hopefully we'll be blessed enough to see the ending of One Piece. And best believe we'll have that chapter in hand. And we will make a visit to our friend and we're going to read this to him. So we'll be looking forward to that for sure. But, oh, Fox. but more or less about one piece. Again, we could talk about one piece for hours, but what I wanted to also talk about is uh, Prince, go ahead. And I know that Stenator had a huge influence on you, just different animes and stuff like that. But name an anime you thought you probably would never have watched, minus One Piece, that you never would have watched unless Stintonator was like, bro, you got to watch this. Like, I, I know Stintonator always was just like, watch this, watch this, watch this. But name one anime that you would have oh, even had took a look at unless Stintonator had recommended it to you. Like, just off of name alone, the ones I definitely wouldn't have looked at was... First of all, One Punch Man. I was stubborn <laughs> on that one for the longest. Loki, it took uh, it took a triple effort from you, Tim, and uh, G to make me start watching that. Um, Mob Psycho, Mob Psycho, that was Mob Psycho was a good one. Stinator loved Mob Psycho. Yeah, I, because was, it was just the artwork. Yeah, the artwork didn't look appealing to me. But when I watched, I was like, "Oh, this, no, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping." <laughs> Mob Psycho had probably one of the like Mob Psycho season two for sure had some of the craziest yeah. fights, but they were beautifully animated. It was it was crazy. Yes, Mob Psycho was a really really good one. Yeah, Stinator was but for the, sure on top of that one yeah the biggest one though i think um that he told me to check out was bungo stray dogs because it was when season two came out he was talking about he's like yo abe you definitely need to check this out and i was like i mean the name doesn't sound anything that captures me like <laughs> like it doesn't look like I'd ever interested in it. Right. And I started and I'm like, oh nah, this John is flame. <laughs> Especially for a fan of literature and whatnot, and all the homages that that yes. um anime pays yes. to famous literature from all over the world. Right. I was like, oh nah, this is lit. So that that one is definitely the biggest one, but there's a lot of anime that I was, I wouldn't have considered until <laughs> he was like, Hey, yo, check this out. Yeah, he I mean, I, I think literally us two, we pushed anime so hard. I, I I'm pretty sure people looked at us like, guys, everything can't be this good. And we're like, uh, 
Yes, I can. Like, we're not going to straight you. Like, we're not going to send you down the wrong path. Like, watch this. You will enjoy it. And then it got to the point where we were just like, look, shut up and watch. Like, you'll be okay. We promise that. We're not going to set you up. Uh, um, if I ask myself the same question, um, Bungle, uh, Bungle Stray Dogs for sure was one that I think you, Stenator, Tim, you guys all pushed on me. And I was just like, eh, I'll read it when I, I'll watch it when I want to. And um, when COVID hit this year, I did a lot. I couldn't go anywhere. I was stuck in the house. Um, and then, of course, I caught COVID. And it, I was forced to stay inside. I couldn't do anything. So I got to watch some great anime. Uh, I got to see Psychopaths, which um, Psychopaths being one of the anime that for sure, season one of Psychopaths is a 10. I don't rank anime 10 often, but it is a direct 10. That first season was probably literally from opening to ending was one of the greatest works that I've ever seen. Just the way they progress the character, the main characters, the side characters, the villain, and oh my goodness, the emotional toll it took on you. You're like, man, is this an anime or am I watching like real life? It was such a great anime. But speaking of that, I also got to watch Bungle Stray Dogs. And I was like, what was I doing waiting on this? Like, oh my goodness, why did I put this off for so long? Bungle was great. I was like, man, this is such a fire anime and i was like i can't believe i really waited this long to watch it such a oh man for sure bungle was one of them but the other one i'll always remember we had me and stint had a conversation and we were just like he was like watch jorgmon and i'm like jorgmon uh, that doesn't sound appealing it doesn't look good and he explained it to I me i remember that, that conversation <laughs> I, I remember was, that i was like uh it can't be that good i'm like nah and he's just like look child soldiers stuff like that and i've watched other stuff like black lagoon and um other anime similar to that so i was just like ah, why not i give it a shot boy you want to talk about getting reeled into an anime oh my goodness it's just literally it's it's the definition of sinning we all know that shonen shonen refers to young boy but sinning is more mature like teenager and going into adult and so with it being a sinning anime there's more mature things you're dealing with guns you're dealing with violence you're dealing with um killing tons of killing you're dealing with blood you're dealing with sex it's a more of a mature theme and jorgamon had all that and then some so it was just like man this ended up being so much better and then of course the soundtrack I am a sucker for soundtracks. Everybody knows that. I love anime openings and endings. That's just who I am. And Jorgoma had a crazy soundtrack. And just the one song that always stood out still to this day is Time to Attack. You just heard it come on. And you, it just literally, it, it popped up every time somebody was getting their head blown off. And you're like, oh my goodness. As, as the quote goes, shit got real. And the song shows up. So for sure, Jorgoma was one of those. And then of course, um, between Jorgamon and Mob Cycle, which was another one that you said, I ended up watching those few and was just like, all right. And me and Stinator always picked up off of each other. It's like, watch this, watch that. And I had my quirks, he had his quirks, but we weren't afraid to watch each other's quirks. So yeah, it was one of those things that picked up that he'll offer me one, I'll offer him one. And yeah, we were able to enjoy anime that way. It's always good when somebody that's watched a ton of anime can give you feedback on what to watch and you'd be like, all right, I'll try it. So, but yeah, it's just uh, it's hard to believe that he's um, that he's been gone for over a year, and it's like um, it it never registers until the day comes up, and 
again, he was such a um such a acquired mind to anime for me that again I would ping pong so much off of him. And I have my quirks. Like people know I love like etchy anime and I'm judged because of it. But hey, a little bit of TNA, I'm always happy. It is what it is. But literally we would talk about it would be etchy and we could talk about horror and we could talk about suspense thriller action comedy sad stuff and you're just like man this is crazy to find somebody that literally talks anime the same amount as i do it's always crazy and ah, i miss my real dog man i really do that's little bro I, i i miss that guy so much but we're holding it down we're gonna try to keep the podcast going as you guys know um it took me a while to even get podcast started because of um the deficitinator and i'm trying my best to get back to it it's funny because i took a couple of days off or a couple of weeks off actually from doing a podcast and it's just convenient that literally <laughs> his birthday comes up and i'm like oh yeah it's time to get back to this podcast so <laughs> um Another thing I wanted to peel off to you just because I have you on the podcast, Prince, is what are you watching this season? For referring to the fall season, because I have a list of anime that I'm watching and I'm like, look, there's a bunch of good anime that's out right now. And fall season, again, we went from winter, which was cool. And then spring lineup being a little bit weaker due to COVID and stuff like that. But then they flooded us with summer because summer basically had two lineups. It had all of whatever was coming out in spring and the summer lineup. And fall looks like they were like, yeah, look, we're ready. We had enough time to get ready during this pandemic. So what are you watching this fall that just has you open? And again, it's getting closer and closer to the time of, you know, New Year's is almost around the corner. So after you answered the question of what are you watching this fall, I would like for you off the top of your dome to answer another question. So answer this question first. Gotcha. What are you watching so, this fall? Like right now, I got my crunchy roll pulled up right now because I was ready for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> for, for this fall, I'm only watching about a handful, nothing too big. So, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> that, that's an obvious one. Um, oh, my goodness. Of course. Again, because, you know, we've been reading the manga exactly. since it dropped. Like, we day one, niggas. Day like, one. that's who we are. We day one. <laughs> so, right. when it came, we've been waiting for this anime. <laughs> Listen, so we're gonna, I'm going to just say this now. If you're not watching Jujutsu Kaisen, oh, go watch please. Jujutsu Kaisen, please. Like please. It's, we Every look, episode has been a banger. This, <laughs> look, this is going to be, this is black seal of approval. Go watch yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, all right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely that one. Um, I'm watching, I guess this is season three of Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon? Ooh, that's um, been really, really good. That has been yo, excellent. Like are The we most gonna, recent episode. Was, can, can we talk about the recent episode? We can break it down for a couple right, look, dog. <laughs> look, dog. Real, real talk. Watching that episode, by the end of it, I was so angry with Belle. Because it's just like, my guy, you're, you're literally... He he was literally useless in that situation. <laughs> I, so and the thing is, is like I feel that way, but him as the character, Bell as a character, also felt that way clearly. Right. But it just pissed me off that I'm watching this, and I'm like, Bell, you're little rookie. Like niggas fuck with you for a reason, and and you're watching. Sh- spoiler alert: If you haven't watched the episode yet, because I <laughs> know it's only you know it's only been about uh, two days. But... Well, by the time y'all listen to this, y'all should have been like, it's too late. It's your fault at this point. You know, okay, so that's the spoiler alert. As Drake said, if you listening to this, it's too late. All right. Yeah. 
Oh, nothing was the same. Right, nothing was the <laughs> anyway, same. Anyway, but <laughs> the, what they did to Ween, I just... The the whole last couple of episodes really pained my heart with what they were doing to the Xenos. Yes. Like, what uh, Dix and them did, especially the... um. The Raya, I believe they call her mm. the uh, arachnid oh, one. I was the arachne. like, that was look, look. I've never thought that I was gonna watch in. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? I never thought I was gonna get to a point where literally a character sacrificed herself because she was about to get raped. That was probably yeah. the more shocking thing because we've never seen that. Like season three for sure has been one of the more darker tone uh, for it's if it's wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. Yeah, it's, it's been definitely very been dark. dark. And yeah. the fact that the Arachne, um Xenos literally was like, you will not have my way with my body and killed herself because she knew what was about to happen. That, I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty eye-opening because I was like, ooh. She was like, no, it's not about to happen. And she literally offed herself, which was pretty crazy. But yeah, the the whole context of that, of the most recent episode with Belle running around trying to stop winning, not to mention all these other monsters and Oh my goodness! The Minotaur that pops out is part of the hey. is part of the group of Minotaurs, which is absolutely absurd within itself. But not only is he part of the group, he comes in absolutely swinging like my man had not a care in the world who he took out. Like he came. Well, in. you know what was how the episode started with the Minotaur killing dicks. I was like, oh, he. Oh, he gone. Oh, right. that well, well that, that was... And that made it even crazier because Dix is level <laughs> five. So you're like, okay, wait. Little yeah. Rookie just had problems trying to hang with Dix. And now Dix, even though he was hurt, but Dix couldn't even defend himself versus this Minotaur. And you're like, At wait all. a minute. He just got wiped. This level five adventurer got wiped within one swipe. So you knew the Minotaur was all right. I don't remember his name. His name started with an A. But you knew the Minotaur was going to be problems. Like... Uh, Asterius, uh, Asterius, yeah. something Aster- like that. Asterius no, it's, and it's like crazy because this is only episode eight. I don't know how many episodes they plan this season, but for Dix to just be wiped out like that, not, not even by Bell's hand, but by a no. whole Minotaur who then was messing, was was giving the Loki familia work. He yo, was, he was giving them, them hands. They was like, oh, he ate that. Boom. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. He just took out three of them with blow, like one shots. Like he was one shotting everybody. You're like, dog, hold on, hold on, hold on. Especially this him is, keeping up with, with ice with one hand. Crazy. After she cut off, cut off his hand, he's still keeping up with her. She can't even land blows and she's the one getting messed up. That even was though she, actually scary oh, because Ice is already like, I think she's like level six or close to level seven yeah and, and she seems to be like the heavy hitter like this is the this right. is the the og battler of the loki familia who will all have people who could throw hands right. by the way like everybody's like level four or five already like little in comparison little rookie is level four if i'm not mistaken I little rookie's so. level four the majority of loki's of the loki familia is literally level four and five so you got basically five little rookies running around, and then you got people stronger than the little rookie running around. So that shows you the power scale of how, unfortunately, how weak little rookie and his squad is, the Hestia family. It shows you how weak they are compared to other families. And the fact that Ainz went out, who's, like I said, level seven, which is about three levels higher than little rookie, goes out and has issues fighting a one-handed minotaur was like, wait a minute. How strong is this guy is? And you're just sitting there like, well, what would have happened if Dix had to fight him straight up? 
And what would have happened to the rest of them? Would the Minotaur have fought Little Rookie? Like, how crazy would that have been? That literally, the anime has for sure surpassed everything I could have expected for season three. Guaranteed that. That is automatic. And season three has been great. Oh, it has. It has. So definitely watching that. Um, I'm watching Standing on a Million Lives. How do you uh, feel about that one? Because I I have mixed emotions about it. I liked the MC. And the only reason I like the MC because I like anti-heroes. Like I love me a person that's not all good. And that's and definitely how he's acting. And he's <laughs> oh, he's an anti-hero for sure. Like especially I, that last episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. When my, like, man, my man's face looks so evil and they're like, dog, you should you While he's plotting. <laughs> Son. And then the whole thing is the fact that he's he's they're like, yeah, you know, uh player killing is it definitely affects us and you know, that's not something we should do. And then the episode ends, and you saw that he dropped two ranks. He dropped two ranks, so that I think every time he killed, and I'm like, oh, killed a human. He dead killed somebody. He didn't care. He didn't care. He knew. He knew there was gonna be a penalty. He's like, yeah, let me wipe him out. We gotta make sure this plan goes through. Because this is his second time being penalized for it, but this is his first time being intentional with it. I'm like, oh, this is so. To answer your question, it's just like you know, I'm watching it, and. It's not like, boom, like, this is something that I need to watch. Mm. But it's keeping me interested. Mind you, I gave Jibiot 13 episodes. I gave him the fourth <laughs> season. So, clearly, I'm patient. G-B-I. Surprisingly. Oh, man, Jibiot. <laughs> Look. I should have dropped that. They got the episode two. has like, given us pretty good exclusives throughout the season. Like, everything, like, for sure. Uh, it started with in the winter. It started with Inspectre which was an excellent watch, especially for something that you like your brain to be moving around while you're watching something. Then it dropped this Tower of God. Tower of God was just absolutely great from episode 1 to 13. It was extremely hit or miss when it came to um, the God of High School, which we're disappointed in because it had so much potential. Full miss after I've been reading a manga. I'm 135 chapters in. I think they have like 500 chapters. Oh, wow. I'm so pissed at... Because the first 110 chapters mm-hmm. was all season one. Ooh. They Ooh. really stuffed. So yeah. Then, and within yeah. 12 episodes, they went through 120 chapters? About 110. About that 100, sounds like they could have yeah. missed a lot then. Bro, they, they changed the whole game. A lot of those fights did not end the way that we saw it. A lot of those fights were actually longer than before. Oh, wow. And you know the scene where uh, Nox attacks the tournament? Mm-hmm. First of all, Nox attacks the tournament twice. But what we saw the final battle, that happens later. Like, after they attack it the first time. So, they just said, nah, skip that. We're just going to go for one, one move. And I figured that attack because it just time. felt the anime, and I think I talked about this in an earlier episode of the podcast, but the anime just felt rushed. It was like they wanted, oh, yeah, was they wanted to get to a certain part to build for season two. And... Honestly, they should have just stuck with what had got them because episode up to episode six, which was the fight between um Dengwei and um Jinwoo, that was gold. Like literally that fight alone had everybody on the edge of their seat. And the animation that they did for that fight was absolute gold. So you had us yeah. in the first half of the season. Literally, you had us in the first half. And then first and- half, even though the first half was still rushed, like when you look at the manga, it, it felt natural. Yes, it felt natural. Exactly. And then they just went like, "Okay, we're gonna cram in about sixty chapters in six episodes." And you're like, "You don't do it that way. Your ad- your adaptation of your 
of your mangna or your manwoot, whatever it's called, because it's it's a Korean um, um mangna, you don't rush it like that. You got to give detail, flesh out these characters more. And yeah, I, you know what? I'm not diving back into that rabbit hole, but we both agree that it God of High School had so much more potential and it was blown for sure. And also, sorry, <laughs> going back to going back to the oh, list of country roll, country roll uh, originals. Uh, yeah, so I'm set on a million lives. Like you know, it's it's keeping my interest. Like I feel like there's that there's good potential for it, so I'm gonna keep waiting it out because it's not like every episode has me like, yo, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Like Jibiot did. It's like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Like, let's see what happens next. Like the story's in, the story's definitely intriguing, but I understand that you know for some people. They just they said that it just felt they dropped it after two episodes and, yeah. and I get and it. It's a little slower. It. It's not on it's not on the speed yeah. side. It doesn't have a ton of action. And again, it's you know that it's for sure is built on the main three the, the the characters. So it's like the main characters yeah. is built on that. It's a little bit slow, and you're seeing their character development, but it's not a lot of action to pull you away from the character development, which for some people exactly. might be a turnoff. We got a lot of quote-unquote meatheads that watch anime and so all they're sort of interested in is i want to see somebody fight or i want to see somebody preparing to fight and you're like wait a minute anime is a little bit more about that (laughs) yeah which brings me to the next one season three of golden kamoi that draw first of all that anime as a whole is just ridiculous (laughs) it's loki on jojo levels to be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think we it's all know that we, we know what JoJo's about. JoJo. It, yeah. JoJo. Um, but go to Kamoi's. Uh, so season three is basically, for no, anybody who hasn't watched it yet, uh, season three is following up with um, little Aserpa-san. Uh, she is on her way to Russia to learn more about her father with um, her father's best friend and uh, Ogata who's, I love his voice act. I love the voice actor who plays that character. That voice, just the way he talks, is so Is it, so um, stern. is it, what, what, uh, do you remember what other anime oh, that this voice actor is done? We had talked about is it, it during the, is, is it two. the same, um, anime actor that did the main character for ID and, um, Invaded? Yes, okay, yes, so yes, 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 um, yes. So the guy, the actor that we're talking about, I do not know his name, but his voice, his voice is um, it's more of a dreary, serious tone. So his uh, voice is very uh, potent, it's very punctual. So when you hear him yeah. talk, it's slower tone, less I said, more dreary, but at the same time, it's very clear and concise. It's one of those tones that you will hear when somebody serious walks into a room and everybody ears perk up and everybody stands up. So his voice is pretty important. I'm trying to think of other anime. He did they um he was the main character. Oh, his name is Kenjiro uh Suda. There we go. Uh just yeah, Kenjiro Suda. That's the voice actor. Um He did oh, he was the main Oh, he played Kaiba in Yu-Gi-Oh! There you go. So if you ever heard the yeah. Japanese sub of anime, that is his voice actor. Um most recent anime, he did the he was uh one of the voice actors for the anime called um, Myosama Retry. He was the main character. He was Myosama. He also was the main character for ID Invaded. So those are two anime that I believe might have oh, spoke of it. P- played Overhaul in My Hero. There you go. And so that probably yeah. for sure, if, you, if you've watched My Hero, you know who Overhaul is. You know that voice actor. And that literally, mm-hmm. that that's all we need to explain at that point. But yeah, he, he <laughs> when he does an anime, you know his voice. His voice stands out no matter exactly. what. Go ahead. Keep breaking so, that down. Sorry about that. 
Yeah, but Golden Kamoy, so it, it's tough to really tell it without going back into Season 1 and Season 2. But, yeah, they're on their way to Russia, and you have the MC. His name is Sugimoto, uh-huh. a.k.a. Immortal Sugimoto. He's running with, like, three other allies, and they're chasing after Asirpa to rescue her. Because, I mean, she's not in the hands of good company, uh, quote-unquote. Uh, so it's been ridiculous because in this last episode, um, it, it like in all our episodes, there is low key, very like, I guess the best way to say it is homoerotic tones to it. And hmm. it, it's, it's just, it's just funny. Like they were in the sauna with one of the, uh, prisoners that escape prisoners who have a tattoo on them and they're all sitting in the sauna and they're just the music. Yeah. And the the ad libs while they're all sitting there, the way they're acting, they're like, man, it's it was getting hotter. It's like, man, Whew. like in season two, remember they they all ate that aphrodisiac right. around each other, and right, they just right. needed to get naked and be around each other. Like they didn't do anything but just the toes. It's it's entertaining. It's just funny to watch. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, this is wild again. Like. Stick wild like JoJo, like you know. I was I'm I'm binging JoJo, and you know I gotta watch it in spurts. And I JoJo I'm in is the anime that you watch in spurts. I'm sorry, yeah. You only handle really so much. You only handle so much meathead and fighting for Duh. a second without Just having to have a break. Meathead. <laughs> my my guy, Athol and someone are pissing into a man's mouth who's hiding underground, oh, and for like five goodness. minutes, and I'm like, what the hell am I watching? This- <laughs> What what is it? I was like, all right, it's time for another break. I see. Um, He's like, yeah, well, that's, that's enough for me, dog. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pause this here and let this little simmer a little bit longer. Yeah, and then the last anime that I'm watching this season is Noblesse, which I've Ooh. been enjoying, even though it's sparkly, Ooh. it's definitely sparkly, but it's been really, really Noblesse good. Noblesse has been I've, a I've great watch. It. Break. I want yeah. you to break that down a little bit because I, I want to see where it comes from, what you like in it, because there's certain things that I like in it, but I want to see, mm-hmm. break that down just a little bit. Tell me what you like about Noblesse. Okay, so it seems like Noblesse is like your um, a reimagining of a vampire story, you know? There are these beings who are known as the Noblesse, who are powerful beings and seem to be vampiric. Um, although we haven't seen any indication that they are vampires, but they sleep in coffins. Right. Um, they haven't. They we have haven't seen similar, them drink blood per se, but yeah. they have used it in the form of attacks. Yeah, they've. Uh, the main the MC has used blood as in his in his attacks. They seem to have um, vampire like abilities in terms of the mind control and the power of suggestion stuff like that. Um, but it's been so fun because it's basically this MC who has awoken after about what eight hundred years. I or believe so? that's correct. Yes. Yeah, you know he's living he's living a life in a, at a prestigious school with the headmaster who's called Frankenstein, who is his servant. But of course, <laughs> for appearance' sake, the headmaster has to look like yeah, you know, I'm the director of the school. But it's like no, I serve one of the students. And he's completely out of touch, of course. He's been asleep for 800 years. 800 years. And so it's years. just him trying to adjust, but he's he's looking at everything. He's super quiet. He barely talks in the anime. But he has so he has this aura and charisma. He has a presence. Like, literally. Yeah, you, he has you such a presence. It's weird to be a, a character, a main character at that, that has a presence to the point that literally you don't say much, yet all eyes are always on you when you're on screen. It's yeah. absolutely absurd. Where, 
it it's like it doesn't seem to be about them because the only other anime that you know recently that I can recall that reminds me of that is One Punch Man, where yes, it's Saitama is like this one hit, uh, one shot kill person, but what makes the anime so interesting is the characters yes. around him and how they're affected or how he influences them. Exactly. So you're kind of seeing that here. And um, I just, you know what? I love the art style. I love the art style of the characters. Like, yes, they're pretty. It's Again, it's sparkly. So the, sparkly the animation anime. studio is Production IG. Production IG has been in, been in animation for a minute. If I'm not mistaken, Production IG did Gantz. Gantz is a, like, crazy, like, thriller, horror anime that came out back in, if I'm not mistaken, I remember watching Gantz back in 05. So that's 15 mm, years ago. Mm, so this yeah. company's been in the game for a minute. And Production ID has done some excellent anime. Production ID has also been, uh, if I'm going to talk about most recent anime, Production IG was the studio that did Haiku, which is the volleyball anime. And if you've watched Haiku, you already know how their animation is. So, yeah, Production ID did a really, really nice job for Noblest. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm definitely excited for that. But I love the I, I'm I'm gonna say it. I I like the sparkliness of it because they're <laughs> still like. All these, all the characters so far that we introduce are like pretty boys, and the the girls in the in the manga, in the anime are in love with. They are all them, pretty every boys. Male yes. character. That yeah. that's for sure the reason that you for sure could say sparkly because they are all pretty boys. You were right about that. Like it's crazy, but they the design they they look so clean, and then you're still getting your action that I like. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm more of a meathead. I like story more than action but if you have no action at all the likelihood of me watching it is very low so they still have a good balance of action and it's like it keeps me entertained because the i i really want to see if rye can adapt you know i want to see if he gets out of his shell and becomes more social like he's a type where you remember at the end of i think it was last week's episode uh-huh. when uh frankenstein was talking about uh letting m21 (laughs) and the other two like all live here and he's talking about you know it's going to be a change and he's looking at the menus like (laughs) my my guys i like change his infatuation with ramen has to be the running the longest running joke of the anime itself like this man man sits down at lunch pulls out his napkin first of all it's a whole flare it's like it's like you know a cape flowing in the wind tucks in his napkin which sits there and looks at his bowl of raw which doesn't help that again since he has such a presence even my man putting on a napkin swoons the women and you're just like it can't be this way and like literally last week's episode the episode that came out on wednesday his friend which is the red the redhead guy who's like like a brawler in a sense it's like, it shouldn't be this way. My man's only eating ramen, yet he's getting everyone's attention. It's, I think what I love the most about Noblest is that it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. We understand that it's an it's a anime that's similar to vampire anime of any kind. Yeah, it's not yeah. The, the normal, oh, everybody must die, kill, kill, blood, blood, everybody get bitten and stuff like that. Like, I've watched vampire animes, Blood Sea, Blood Plus. Like, I've watched Vampire uh, Shiki, which is another one. All of those had gore like crazy. We've seen some fights, but nothing overwhelmingly gory in this anime. And again, it's about a vampire after being trapped for 800 years in this coffin, waking up and trying to adapt to an entire world. And... My man's infatuation of 
of 800 years of stuff that has happened. His infatuation, the one thing he stuck on is ramen. And you're like, I, I can't. I can't with this guy. Like, there's so many other things that's happened 800 years. Ramen is the one thing this man loves. And I, yeah, it's literally, I, I like the fact that it has this moment. It's like a slice of life, but that has action in it. And honestly, if you could do a slice of life and have action that breaks up the slice of life, you're going to have yourself a successful anime. And so far, Noblest has been just that. Yeah, so it's been great. So those are the four um, that I, no, the five, I think that's, yeah, that's total five mm-hmm. that I'm watching right now. I'm keeping it small. There's several others like uh, Akudama Drive yeah. that I do want to watch, mm-hmm. but I'll probably wait until these current seasons end um, before I uh, pick up on some other ones that I've missed. Because I know you got a plethora of stuff that you've been um, recommended to me that I haven't gotten uh, gotten to yet. Yeah, and there's, again, there was a, a black seal of approval. Watch Akuma to Drive. Yeah. You'll thank me later. But it's <laughs> Akuma to Drive. And there's other anime. And again, uh, fall is different, especially this year with, you know, us being in the pandemic and having to stay inside a little bit more. There are more anime that are being watched. But fall always gives us a solid lineup because for some reason fall is the time where everybody's inside it's more cold so you have more options to watch stuff because i guess i don't know if it's the animation studios or if it's the networks they realize that more people are inside more eyeballs are glued to the television sets let's make our lineups and fall strong and i think that's not just for uh just japan airways but that's u.s airways too Every like television show that comes out in fall always has that one moment of like, hey, if we could get them reeled in, we know we'll have millions and millions of eyeballs watching this show because they're all stuck inside because it's cold. So it's yeah, it fall has always been good. So now my follow up question I ask after listing that in a whole of 2020, which has been the most absurd year of anime that I've watched and just a crazy year for everybody in 2020. Off the top of your head, tell me your top five anime of 2020. That came out in 2020? Yeah, so what we'll do is I'll put it in the category of give me your top five anime that came out in 2020. And then if you want to add, well, I feel that this this one is truly the best of 2020, then you could do that at the end. But give me your top five anime that came out in 2020. Because we had a lot of new shows that debuted. Ooh, sir, first off, ooh, man, <laughs> my issue is that, like, there are some that I don't know came, if they came out in 2020. Okay. Because I'm just, like, re-bin- I'm binging them late or whatnot. Well, ooh, then, give me... Ooh, you put me on the spot. I, I did, um, I did a little bit. Um, I... <laughs> hold on, wait, Crunchyroll can probably help me, because Crunchyroll breaks it up into seasons, right? They do. If That's you go amazing. to the season, if you go to the tab, if I'm not mistaken... You can go on there and it should give you uh, different seasons of when anime came out. So while we have Prince basically looking up his top five anime of the season, I'm going to give you guys an anime that I've already been talking about. And that's Tony, I think it's Tony Dawa, Over the Moon for You. Now, this is just a normal slice of life cutesy anime. You have a young boy, I explained to you, NASA who literally is like almost like, I wouldn't say a child genius, but he has his wits to him. He almost dies, but ends up getting saved by a young lady. Young lady, he falls in love with almost instantly. Not because of the accident, but from the first time he sees her before the accident, he falls in love with her. 
and he's persistent. My man got hit by a truck, but for some reason, she was able to take the brunt of the hit and came out perfectly fine. He got hurt and literally had broken legs and everything, but his adrenaline forced him to make sure that as this young lady was walking away, again, he had just seen her for the first time. His adrenaline woke my man's up so that he can go basically let this woman know that he basically fell in love with her. Love at first sight. The true definition of love at first sight. She tells this man, you know what? You like me so much. You love me. You want to date me? But you can't date me. Only way I'll go out with you is if I marry you. And he's like, sure thing. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. What? You telling me a girl that you just met you're going to marry out the blue? You don't know a thing about it? And literally, my man passes out because the adrenaline wore off. For the next three years, my man's recovering from a huge car accident, trying to do better. He graduates from high school. He never sees this girl again. My man turns 18 years old, and on his 18th birthday, the night of his 18th birthday, he gets a knock on the door. And lo and behold, it's the young lady that saves him from the crash. And she's like, well, you said that you would marry me. Is that correct? And mind you, he's been thinking about her the entire time for these past three years. And she's like, yes, I've been thinking about you. I know I want you in my life the rest of my life. And they get married. That's simple. They get married. You're like, wait, like literally this is at night. And what I didn't learn, which is something cool, Japan has 24-hour marriage registration. So literally at 2 a.m., they go and basically sign the papers to be legally married. And I'm like, I know everybody's like, wait, what? Japan has 24-hour legal, like, 24-hour marriage, like, certificate legalization? And you're like, yes. And the reason they do that is because certain people, like, for example, a popular pop artist or a, you know, maybe a a tycoon billionaire who doesn't want their business out there might not want to go in the daytime to get married. So they go at night when there's less people around to certify their marriage. And yeah, it was the craziest thing. And literally, that was the first episode. Right now, the anime is eight episodes in, and everything about it has just been the most wholesome anime for sure, 2020 for me. So wholesome. These guys, like this guy and girl, are basically getting to learn each other. They're so cute because they're learning the things that they do like, they learn the things they don't like. And again, they're just married literally in episode one out the blue, and they don't even know anything about each other. So it's literally like, the most wholesome thing that you could ever see and it's pretty crazy so that's been something that i've enjoyed for sure prince how's it looking what's your what you think you can pull up your list most stuff most stuff um <laughs> i realize just how much anime has dropped in 2020. <laughs> but in no particular order because that, i'm gonna need more time for that but okay uh i couldn't believe that i completely forgot about um our 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 main man iruka-kun you know (laughs) how did i forget that was 2020 no that did not drop in 2020 no yeah i think that started in 2019 no did that go out in 2020 i think it i think it started in fall it came out spring 2020 oh spring 20 spring no well it's it's under this uh i think a rumor started in fall of of 2019 and I think it, it finished off in maybe the uh, winter of 2020. You could I be think right. that's Yeah, I think right that's the, the listing of that. Yeah. So give me another. Give me another one. Okay. Well, then, you know, Misfit um, of Demon School. 
You know, oh, our boy Anos, yes, fair enough. Yeah, Anos, the god, yes, Anos, the god, yes, Anos, yes, Anos is nasty. <laughs> that was a very, very enjoyable watch for summer, for sure. I'm definitely putting Jujutsu Kaisen in there. Ah, that's top obvious. Five. That that that's I, obvious. Fair enough. I'm a I'm I'm a fool if I don't. You feel me? <laughs> right, right. I could, you know, top five. Do I want to put uh Golden Kaboy in there? I enjoy Golden Kaboy. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. After t- it's a tentative number three right now. Um, re zero, re zero for sure. Oh yes, I finally got you on the re zero boat. I pushed re zero for the longest yeah. to you, and I'm just so happy that you caught up with that. And I yes, season two of re zero was absolutely bonkers my goodness the man subaru people do people really sleep on a character because he can't i, I would not wish his <laughs> ability on I, I can't i wouldn't do that yeah that is, wouldn't even wish it on my enemy yeah it yeah it's absolutely absurd you, you can't do that you keep doing it but continue continue of course we're gonna put a tower of god in there you feel you I, I was wondering when i was gonna hear it i'm like uh, he ain't said yeah. tower of god yet uh, i'm a little yeah. nervous i'm getting a little yeah, nervous all gonna, of a sudden we're gonna put a tower of god in there <laughs> Oh, and of course, I can't forget Darwin's game. Ooh, I, was like, I was like, wait, wait. He has said nothing yeah. about two of the enemy that's on my list. But he finally yeah, said, okay, okay. I, if I was probably doing new anime that debuted Actually, in 2020. Loki. No, Loki, I'm replacing Golden Kamoy and replacing it with Inspectre because I actually did enjoy Inspectre ah, a lot. Okay, so now now I'll give you my five. So I think if I'm trying to give him in an order, for sure Jujitsu, Jujitsu is probably gonna take number one just for what Jujitsu is. It's just such uh people don't realize how good it is. And I mean they gave it a good opening. They did really well on that. And the open the opening, the animation, every Mappa. Mappa was in his bag this season. Listen, mm-hmm. Mappa was in the bag. So, yes, I, I must say, Jiu-Jitsu is probably number one. Uh, Misfit of Demon King Academy, I have been waiting on that. Honestly, God, I have been waiting on that from when I read the manga and they announced, like, literally three months later that there was going to be an anime. I was like, oh, I cannot wait till people watch this show because it was that good. And the anime adaption was absolutely great. I was so happy that they got it right. So for sure, my second would probably be uh, Misfit of Demon King Academy. My third would be Darwin's Game. I didn't know what to expect from Darwin's Game, but I was happy with Darwin's Game overall because I like survival anime. Like, I like survival game where it's like, okay, if you do B, nine out of 10, you're going to be dead. I like that because it puts high stakes, but it also makes the MC adapt. Normally, you get this gullible yeah. MC that's really nice, don't know what's going on, and then these drastic changes happen, which makes the metamorphosis of the MC change completely. And boy, did we get a metamorphosis from the main character. Whew. Oh, my goodness. By the end of it, he understands. He understands what he, needs to be done. He gets it. Okay. Look, he gets it. By by end episode, he gets it. He turns into that guy, and you're happy about it. Yeah, literally, my boy, the main character, had to, like, switch it up. And he, his switch was like, okay, this is pretty crazy. He literally had to, like, he he had to man up. And his his change was pretty crazy. But by the end of the season, was that, I think, episode 13, he knew what he had to do. 
he he understood what was going on and he knew what had to be done. And yeah, I season two for sure of Darwin's game is going to be pretty crazy. And it's no slight of Tower of God Evolved. Tower of God goes into my number four list. And no slight behind it whatsoever, but just it was just, hey, you listen, Jujutsu Kaisen, number one for obvious reasons. Number two being uh Anos and the what's the name of it? Misfit of Demon King Academy. It's Anos. Like seriously, it was such a good anime and everything about it was solid. It's just that good. And number three being Darwin's game, it's no slight of Tower of God, but Tower of God is just just slots into the fourth position right now. And all my homies hate Rachel. I'm sorry. Oh. Rachel is like, you remember, remember when I was starting my one. one piece watch and it was F Usa <laughs> and I was on that up oh, until man. Dress Rosa? Oh, it's F Rachel yes. forever, yes. ever. It's F Rachel. Oh my goodness. Like seriously, I think Rachel might have been the most Rachel is as hated as mine was last year. Mine from uh, Rise of the Shield Hero was public enemy number one oh, last yeah. year. Nobody liked this chick. I think Rachel might have took her place. Now, there is another girl that um, from Rent a Girlfriend. Uh, what's her name? Is it Mimi or Mimi? She's or Amani or Mommy? Mommy, I think it is. She's just about as hated as mine for what she's doing to the main character, but that's a whole nother thing. But for sure, all my homies hate Rachel. There's there's no getting around that. All my homies hate Rachel. So season two, I can't wait to see Rachel get wiped out because uh she got something coming. I know that for sure. And I ended with my fifth one being Inspectrate. And I think Inspectorate was just it was just a good watch. Like it wasn't no action really. Like you had like a couple of action moments, but honestly, I wouldn't even say it was action. It was more like a duel. You know, it was just, you know, the main character battling out her wits with the the I guess you would consider the uh, antagonists of the anime. And it was just a good watch. It, I just I like anime that make you think because you're trying to figure out why the Arthur decided to do this and why he decided to make things you know, like the way that he did. And this was, you know, one of those enemies that made you think. So top five for sure. Those would be mine. Um, do you have any animes for sure that you've enjoyed so much and see uh, in the year 2020 that you want to speak on it? Man, uh, between Darwin's Game and Misfit of Demon King, I, I, I guess I just, here's my chance to really gloat about to just stand misfit of demon king was that the story was was well done like because i mean remember when you guys were trying to tell me to get onto one piece and i mean not one piece but one punch man and the reason i didn't was because like yo saitama is a satire character who's not supposed to lose like that doesn't interest me you feel right um and so you know i do give it a chance and i'm like oh i was completely wrong so with this one you have a main character who's just so op I mean, similar to reincarnated, oh, like uh, like reincarnated into a slime, is that these this is an OPMC. Like they're not going to lose fights. That's it's not a thing. Don't expect them to lose. Yeah. And very true. But watching it, the way that they did it was that they still kept it so entertaining. Like you were just you wanted to know what happens next. You're like, yo, he's in. He, Anos is being misrepresented. Like they don't remember him. He's the true demon king, the reincarnated incarnation of the demon king, and nobody is paying attention to it. And then they had its comedic moments, like with his parents. Oh my goodness, that was it was cute and oh, funny. Man. His, it was 
Oh, <laughs> I think I spoke about it. I spoke about it on another on a previous podcast, but I think what made Anos as as well deserved as a lovable character, and probably like I think I slot him pretty close into maybe my top five favorite anime characters. And the reason that I liked him so much was just due to the fact that he became human. And it was like, well, not human. I guess in the sense you would say he became demon. You know, there's a difference between being a demon king. A demon king can do whatever he wants because he's just that OP. But literally being born to, a, being reincarnated to basically normal, a normal family, he appreciated that because it was something that he had never lived. Remember, my man lived for like, thousands of years and finally had to like you know basically make the ultimate sacrifice of sacrificing himself but the fact that he was so attached to his reborn parents his reincarnated parents made the anime so good because you're seeing a guy that's op caring about something that's not op and you normally don't get that from a character that's op why because he's op anything that's op you don't worry about because they're gonna wipe out they're gonna win but his parents who are not op just like him were basically put in danger and you know attacked his mom was attacked and my man's went mm. in when his mom got attacked. oh, oh, oh man, that, that oh. poor teacher bro, you didn't see from you didn't see that teacher the rest of the anime he didn't even kill her but you did not see her the rest Dog. of the anime. It's that funny because, my man because like <laughs> his his entourage, his his groupie, his posse. Yes, his there was club. his fan club. His they got club. messed up. He didn't pull up. But when hands was put on his mama, oh he he oh, was there. He man. showed up. Oh he was like, oh I'm I'm right my there. Man. <laughs> and that was again again he's an op character. But my man took the time to literally think. All, well, I think all 10 girls of his personal fan club that literally idolizes him called their names out each individually and told them that he would not forget the sacrifice that they made protecting his mom. Like, for anybody, that's just like your favorite idol coming up to you and being like, thank you for everything that you've done. I'll never forget you. Those girls literally broke down crying. And my man's just like, I appreciate you. Went off got rid of that teacher within like two blinks and went back to normal life. And you're just like, dog, Anos is that dude. Anos is a monster, dog. Yes. But I, 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 I concur. Like I, I pushed the, I pushed the, the Misfit of Demon King Academy. Cause I read the manga. I was enjoyed the animation and I enjoyed the anime. It was fleshed out perfectly. And I can't wait for it. We pray that we get a second season, but Let's see how it goes. But yeah, I for sure. I, I'm an Anos stand. That that's for sure. My man Anos can deal with anything. My man, my man had a line that said, just because you killed me, did you think you won? And I just looked at my I I I think I paused the anime and read that line. It was just like, wait. What? It was one of those naughty moments. I was like, my man said, just because you killed me, did you think you could win? And I said, I said, I don't, I I don't get it. <laughs> don't get it you were killed but my man you was killed he, he was like bro you killed me but you think you won and I'm like I, I I would think you know when normally when somebody's killed I, I think the battle ends my man's just like nah bro just cause I was killed doesn't mean I'm gone I'm like oh yeah 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 you <laughs> you beyond OP bro I love it though but I know for sure I could talk about that anime so much that was for sure an enjoyable watching it for sure was and so I appreciate it so I'm looking forward to this new wave 
um, this next season of anime. Uh, because, I mean, the thing that about, we all know, 2020 was a bit rough when it came to the anime selection because a lot of stuff had to be mm-hmm. pushed back and whatnot. So, overall, 2020 wasn't the strongest year for anime. There was still some gems, but I'm definitely looking forward to uh, uh, 2021 and what they throw at us. Um, Oof. Well, two off the top of my... Oh man, two off the top of my head, I can think of. We get uh second season of um the time I was reincarnated oh, as a yes. slime. We get that. Yes. We get to see Rumoru and crew, which starts right up literally in about what a yeah. month. I think no, maybe a month and a half in yeah. January it starts right back up. But the holy grail of anime starts back up, and that is the final season of Attack on Titan. Oh, everybody's hype and for it. oh my, who you want to talk about a hype train? Not to mention, if we're lucky enough, maybe we might get a second season of Demon Slayer. And we all know how that movie's doing overseas right now. It's absolutely completely obliterating box offices. So for people that haven't read the manga, they will enjoy what's to come in the anime for sure. But it's going to be interesting because 2021, we're all looking forward to 2021. I can be the first to say that I'm ready to put 2020 in the past because <laughs> 2020 was rough for everybody. So I will be happy when it's done. But for sure, we look forward to 2021 and the anime season to come. So with that, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. But we thank you guys for coming in and listening again. This was a podcast that we want to do in tribute to our boy Stin Nader. We miss you. We love you. Man, things ain't the same without you around, Brody, for real. And we appreciate you guys coming to listen. Um, I also would like to do a small plug. The Mayamanaka Mixer team, well, just me, <laughs> and maybe others, will be doing our annual anime opening and ending countdown. Hey. Uh, I will be trying to put it on Facebook. If not, I might end up doing it from my personal Twitter, which is at Black Hole Player. Um, the countdown normally consists of the top 15 anime openings of 2020 and the top wait, the top I think I did that wrong. Yes, no. The top 15 anime openings of 2020, the top 10 anime endings of 2020, and some other anime openings or endings that I thought was also pretty good that we cannot go into another year without mentioning. So look forward to that. That will be on um that will be looking forward to on and if you want to keep up with that i'll also be putting information on the facebook page which is also mayonaka mixer so if you are curious to keep up with that information we'll have that on there maybe i'll just put a link from my um twitter onto the facebook page all you guys got to do is click you can listen to the song on twitter because facebook um there's a little bit more stricter with putting music on facebook but twitter they're a little bit more lenient so i'll put a link each day on from twitter onto the facebook page of mayonaka mixer and there you can just click on there and keep up every single day but other than that i appreciate you coming on with me prince to celebrate our little brother our friend our loved one and yeah yes yes i appreciate you stinnator we always love you we always miss you brother and as i normally say blackout (laughs) 